What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of We Everywhere, baby! I am your host, Omar, and with me, as always, is the lovely co-host, Nadia Moham. Say hello to the nice people, Nadia. (laughs) Hello, nice people! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to our show! I love it. We everywhere, baby. Oh. Uh, wait, 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 wait! Sneak peek! Don't, don't be giving, don't, don't be giving out sneak peeks yet. Um, Do you guys know where that's from? Yeah, if any of you recognize that song, <laughs> um, you're in for a treat later on. However, we wanted to start off with what we did this week, mm-hmm. and that really ties into the lovely rendition that Nadia was singing right there. We went to. The Stranger Things drive through, excuse me, drive into experience. That's right. That's right. So, uh, for longtime fans of the show, was it five months ago? <laughs> Define long time. For any of you guys that were with us uh, in the beginning, we did mention trying to get tickets to this Stranger Things drive into around uh, Christmas, Halloween time. Yeah. Uh, but it was sold out. And I was just like, okay, well, Halloween will be over, so we're not going to talk about spooky things. Mm-hmm. Um, and lo and behold, we got a call from a very good friend of ours. Do you want to say who it was? Now nah, we're going to leave her a secret. It's a very secret <laughs> benefactor. Yeah, one of our friends hooked us. it up. Um, and friend hooked it up. They hooked us up, and we got to go to the drive-in to experience right before it closes. Because I think well, it's well, supposed to close no. in March, right? No, so we thought that it was supposed to end in March in L.A. It wasn't ending everywhere. So their plan is to travel. Right. So um, it's in L.A. right now, downtown L.A., uh, which is obviously where we went. And um, it was supposed to end in March, but they decided to extend it, probably because it did so well. Yeah. No, I mean, it's been making money since they opened. Yeah. So, okay, so what, what did you... Do you want to explain it, or do you want to just go get into how you felt about it? Um, okay, we can give a a quick a quick quick, <laughs> quick synopsis. We can, give it a, we can give it a quick one. So here's a quick give synopsis them a summary of of the situation. So for fans of Stranger Things, um, the majority of this experience, uh, if not all of it, is basically based on the third season. Mm-hmm. So it's the 1985 season. Uh, takes place a lot of it in a mall, mm-hmm. some underground Russian lab, you know, stuff like that. So this is essentially a parking structure that they have out, like outfitted, if you will, or just um, revamped Mm -hmm. so that while you're driving through it, there's like really cool stuff to look at. And every couple of, I guess, floors, if you will, they park you and then they put on like a little skit and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you up on the roof. So it's a drive up a a structure and then back down Mm -hmm. and we did a drive-through thing like that for christmas actually we did the haunted hayride remember we Mm -hmm. reviewed that Mm -hmm. this one for me by far the best of the bunch i agree i completely agree um we kind of had low expectations going into this (laughs) because of all the drive into experiences that were (laughs) super so you know uh it was just something to do and I think more than anything, people, including ourselves, are just grateful to get out of the house and experience something that's not inside their home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, they serve their purpose. But that being said, we had low expectations <laughs> for this one. Um, so, yeah, we were really I 
I was. I can only speak of my by, by myself. <laughs> yeah, I only speak by myself I only in the speak corner. By myself. <laughs> I sit down and I talk I, to myself. I can only speak on behalf of myself. <laughs> uh, I thought it was really cool. I really liked it. Um, I thought they did a really. I, I think one of the things that surprised, or I don't know if it surprised me, but I was most impressed with mm-hmm. was. I feel like the acting was excellent. <laughs> like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I right. feel like the kids that they chose, I, I don't even know if they're kids, but they're young. So. They they're young. They they were young, but not young enough to be these, yeah. you know. I mean, they're supposed to be like high schoolers. Or yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that they did an excellent job and they had to wear masks. So mm-hmm. on one hand, wearing a mask made them look even more like the character because a majority of their face was hidden. Yeah. So they just had the perfect, like all their hair was on point. <laughs> like the hair was good. Yeah. The guy that played the, Steve. The hair. The hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Straight up. Yeah. They, they picked was, all the funny. guys that had like the perfect hair that looked just like his hair. Um, the the wardrobe everything it looked really good like i believed i was watching them mm-hmm. in a way and so it, it was just impressive to see they had to act with these masks on and so therefore they had to kind of like over exaggerate movement it was very theatrical right and so um i don't know i just liked seeing all of that and really they just really brought a lot of life into the show yeah it whatever was, you it was call it. it was excellent and and you see you're seeing really legit like uh setups right so while you're kind of waiting to start you're in this like the big outside the parking lot area mm-hmm. and it has a star court mall sign mm-hmm. and then there's a there's people on the on a stage and they're doing like trivia mm-hmm. and you know honk mm-hmm. you know f- with your answer or whatever so yeah in their flash car. your beams yeah yeah flash yeah. your high beams stuff uh-huh. like that um and then from there once you once we started going we started realizing that uh, there was a lot of characters coming around. Like, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember his name, but the the guy from the third season that speaks Russian that lives in that bunker or whatever, he's the guy with the glasses. Oh, right. He's I don't been in remember Fleabag. his name he was, he was in the yeah, other yeah. guys with Will Ferrell. Remember, he said, you <laughs> yeah. come back here and fuck my wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But they had people that looked a lot like them. And yeah, they did. the whole time you're tuned into whatever station they right. they ask you to tune into. Right. And that was totally that was totally cool. Because not yeah. only did it give you the ambiance while you're driving, but it had a bunch of kick ass eighties songs. <laughs> it exactly. It was like you were listening to the radio in the eighties with with an occasional interference of like yeah, like, like shit is going down. Exactly. Like, yeah, like exactly. you're catching whiffs of 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 that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I liked the whole experience of listening to the radio as, as you're going through this experience. It like added a lot more to it as well. Yeah, and I think the only thing that I, I could say we probably missed out on because mm-hmm. we started, you know, mm-hmm. looking at research and stuff. Was is, our sparkling sodas that was, they never yeah, brought they us? They never brought us our <laughs> drinks. What the is that where you were going with this? I'm about to I'm about to do twenty minutes on this. <laughs> yeah, Let's you start know the couch what? quickie right now on we, yeah. not getting our sodas. Well, we pulled we in. We didn't pay for shit. We're complaining. We're, I know. Well, we pulled into <laughs> to the uh, VIP spot, and they gave us a like a tote bag mm-hmm. and swag I, bag. Yeah, it was a swag bag, and it was totally cool. It had a bunch of like things that are related to the show or, or the time period, and then it had snacks. Mm-hmm. So at least we got some candy right. while we were going through because the whole experience is roughly about an hour. 
it was it's it's an hour experience which uh, is also good too because when we did like the holiday one mm-hmm. we were done like, they were quick we like were 15 done so minutes, fast we're yeah like, Damn. yeah the pumpkin one was a little bit longer i think that one was pretty long like as far as driving distance and we went, we went really slow we did two pumpkins right yeah we did um oh we did the haunted hay ride and then the pumpkin patch thing. yeah yeah jack's I don't remember the, the name. The, the Jack, Knights of the, the Jack. Of the Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you guys oh, remember. Throwback. <laughs> we got callback jokes. We've been doing this for so long. Now. Um but yeah, yeah uh, that one was that one was probably my second favorite. Uh was the the Jack one. Oh, because right. that's the one that had all the carved pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, that so was that really was really cool. cool. But anyway, um, <laughs> let's not get let's into not that. get into that again, right? We'll <laughs> um, talk about that. No, so uh, might I also add? So we got uh, we got lucky and got hooked up with the VIP. Mm-hmm. Um, so what the VIP comes with is uh, preferred entry or I guess quicker entry, mm-hmm. um, and you get a swag bag that's filled with uh, candy. What do they have in there? Candy. It was candy. They they gave us these cassette tapes. The cassette that tape were actual like Bluetooth. little Bluetooth speakers. Mm-hmm. And, so cute. And then they gave us uh, they gave us a free picture. I was just gonna say that they gave you a free picture <laughs> of yeah. us in the car. Yeah, us in the car <laughs> with our masks on, it waving out like, the window. Yeah, it looks like you bought a picture for the slowest ride at like Magic <laughs> Mountain or a theme park, right? Where they're like, "Here's your photo." It's just which, you in a car, <laughs> which is totally what it felt like. Like I felt like. It was the closest thing to us being at Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the guy taking our photo, he's like, "Okay, now give me a like an angry one, and now a smiley one." I'm like, "We got masks on, bro. <laughs> Just take a picture of my eyes and let me go." <laughs> For real, all we can do is smiles. <laughs> yeah, we're smizing. I was like, "Man, I'm glad I watched all those seasons of Top Model." <laughs> Thanks, Tyra Inglewood. Let me see. Let me see you smize. Oh, Mira. Oh, Mira. oh, it's working. Too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, but yeah. Um, but the best part about it, like mm-hmm. uh, of this Stranger Things thing, is that you're driving through and you're like, okay, and there's big screens and lights. So at no point that you're driving up the structure is there not something going on. Mm-hmm. So that's cool as well. The lights really got yeah, it. Yeah, it was all good. And- I wanted a party in that area. I <laughs> know. And then again, Spark like the uh, obviously the the radio stations are going on, but when you get to the roof, mm-hmm. they had screens. Just I don't know. I don't think they were screen. Were there screen screens? They were screens. They were screens. There was four big screens. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like. Well, it I mean, was it doesn't like matter what it was made it of. Like it was a projection, like projection mapped on well on okay. uh, the buildings. Well, whatever you want to call it, it's a screen. <laughs> yeah, they used it as a screen. So um, they they played an entire like skit at the end, you know, just like a good well, five minutes, five, ten minutes. Yes, they played a skit, but then they also did par- the part that I didn't like about it that I thought was kind of like lagged or was like i could do without that mm-hmm. was when they were just showing scenes from the show, from the, the yeah, series. Yeah, to, like, to like fill time and stuff. Is that but, what it was? I mean, I guess it was maybe because the thing is that you're in your car on the mm-hmm. roof of something, mm-hmm. right? So they have like double the characters so that yeah. whatever direction you're looking at. More than double. Yeah. that's well, that, okay. Every stage had their own set of characters. Yeah. So there you go. So they're mm-hmm. all doing the same mm-hmm. thing, but just it makes it easier for you to watch. Uh-huh. Which um, was, I think, a really good idea. Yeah. I really like that. I did too. But I think that 
all the the things from the movie or the show were just like reference points or like filler like background mm-hmm. yeah i guess right i feel like i remember it it being i don't know during the show and me thinking that but i don't know i don't really remember but right no biggie. but the point is that <laughs> it was still really cool. right the point is that it was completely uh and utterly enjoyable and mm-hmm. we would totally recommend it to anybody who can maybe still get tickets to the one in los angeles mm-hmm. and uh keep an eye out because well, apparently, apparently they, it's supposed to go to yeah. another city. I mean, it should. Yeah, um, that that was that was the plan, but apparently they extended it to, till April. You said, "Where'd you?" I don't well, know. I, I just read a, an article that said they had uh, extended into spring. Okay. Like so, yeah. to me, At for some reason, month. spring is April. It is. So yeah, but I don't know if that's when it starts. But I don't want to get into that. The point. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into when we actually the don't know anything begin, about that. So we know nothing. <laughs> But yeah, um, it was a really good experience and we definitely recommend you guys check it out. Um, And it it would be, I mean, so getting into the show, as I say, it would be a good idea to binge watch it the way we did. I think it kind of gives you a refresher. And for me, I had watched the first season. I really liked the first season. And, you know, if you listen, you know that I'm not that big into sci-fi so that is a, a win for me right. stranger things well yeah that was the cool thing is is i equally liked the first one i didn't really care for the second season too much which is why i didn't really want i didn't watch it right which is why when the third season came out you were like ah and you had this thing where you're like i don't even like millie bobby brown or whatever <laughs> you're like she's overrated <laughs> i was like she hasn't totally. been able to talk yeah I'm like, she doesn't damn near doesn't talk at no, all. No, because and, and then, exactly. <laughs> well, right. So I was like, okay. So I just watched it on my own. Yeah. And then when we were gonna watch, I was like, why don't we go and watch the third season because it's based on the third season. So at least you won't be completely lost if no, they I'm glad throw I watched something it. out. So we went back into the vault, back to 2019, and watched uh, season three, literally in like two days. Yeah, we watched it quick. And, I-, I liked it a lot. And. uh did your opinion change? Absolutely. And I'll tell you, I uh, the first season, what is Millie Bobby Brown? No, not Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. Millie Bobby Brown? Straight up. Okay. Are you Ba-na-na-na-na. sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she can do what oh she wants God. to do. <laughs> well, Little Miss Millie came out in the first one, and I was just like, I just didn't think she deserved all the acclaim that she was receiving and i was like she barely said anything she just showed up with her bald head and carried her on egos and screamed a few times and carried everyone is egos. like oh my god breakout star and i'm like wah, wah. i don't know so anyways judged her off of that yeah, and uh completely understandable <laughs> but it, it was just kind of like she's she doesn't deserve this attention yet. Let her get a real acting gig and then yeah. <laughs> then let's see what's up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So cut to the third season. Um, I think she did an excellent job. And, and I turned to, and told you, I changed my mind. I retract my statement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think she's an excellent actress. <laughs> You're like, wow. <laughs> she really, she really like turned it on. I was like, yeah. yeah. Um, not only that, but. You got super emotional. 
like at the end I remember forgot. when she's reading the the letter from from the sheriff oh yeah <laughs> i was like man this season got to nadia on every level <laughs> it was a good one i really liked it i really really did and the brother when the brother billy yeah, that made me sad for some reason at the end, too, even though he's a total piece of shit. But, like, <laughs> you, all of a sudden you're like, but, but Billy, no. That's because he, uh, he he somewhat sacrificed himself to, to help them in the mall. He did sacrifice. Spoilers. I know, guys. <laughs> 2019 yeah. spoilers. Sorry, guys, if you haven't seen it. um no and then they and then she freaking sees him and his mom on the beach and she's like you were with your mom and you you were you were happy (laughs) she was so pretty and i was like oh yeah (laughs) ladies and gentlemen we have millie bobby brown here you did not know that we had the pull to just uh, bring in yep She's <laughs> young here. british actresses to sit on a couch with us and talk <laughs> it's, a, it's l it's l yeah <laughs> but i don't know i I just yeah we binge watched it i really i got into it i really liked it um and i and i think why i could gravitate towards that type of sci-fi the few elements that are in there that i i, I guess i need mm-hmm. i liked the the era i like that it was in 85 um and i just like you know anything with nostalgia and, and right, it's, absolutely. it's all of that and so i think i needed that and what else do i need i think just like the connection of the kids you know what i mean like right. their well, yeah. connection that it's they a have very strong and, cast yes you know i need all that stuff i can't just do the only the aliens i get bored <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, we see you. <laughs> yeah, and also, you know what? I also yeah, <laughs> thought... <laughs> and another and, thing. And another thing. <laughs> Let me tell you about these alien movies. <laughs> what I don't like is that right when they're about to kill somebody, they got to do this long, breathy gasp where they just breathe like hot wet sweaty saliva all over you and they're like they're like they turn and look at you and they're like (laughs) and then while they're screaming in your fucking face you get like what 10 10 seconds 8 to 10 seconds where you could just kill them that's actually time to reevaluate what to do okay you're just like okay i got this this alien is about to kill me but he's gonna pause and scream so therefore i have about eight seconds to figure out what my next move is <laughs> like, what was i is that what we were watching we were watching stranger things and you said i think that, it was like, stranger why does things. the monster always have to growl before just just kill just her just go for it man <laughs> all that wasted time you need to become a, a, a alien monster trainer <laughs> <laughs> you could be the coach yeah. I just like have a little whip and I smack their tongue. You got to hit first. Yeah, I smack their tongue. I'm like, just go for it. Go for it. What did I tell you about the yelling? What? What? They know you're scary. Take a deep breath before you approach them. It's like, I can't eat you yet. I'm out of breath from all this screaming. Oh, God. I'm dying. Oh my god. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it was just like I was watching it and I'm like, why? Why do they always have to do that? And look, look, he's dead. He got it. His chung is chopped off. He's his chung? Ch- his chung. Not his chung. 
<laughs> they cut his chong off? <laughs> yeah, his chong is that thing that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> it's not a tongue. It's not a tongue. It's not a dong. <laughs> oh, he's going to get them with the chong. Look at him. <laughs> he's but first, breathe. <laughs> Oh my god. Is, okay. So <laughs> So uh Stranger Things driving to experience thumbs up. Yeah. Stranger Things season three. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Okay. Okay. Are we, we can, done we with can that? We move one? on because we just gave them a whole bunch of talk. Remember <laughs> Which is the thing. Oh, but remember when Winona Ryder stole things from Sex with Avenue? Oh well, she wasn't stealing. She was uh clearly <laughs> I always Just think rehearsing of that. for a part. She's like, look, I'm playing a thief. <laughs> right. And how am I going to be a convincing thief unless I, you know, train and I have to, I have to steal things. That's a brilliant <laughs> excuse, Winona. It was from Saks Fifth Avenue, though? I think it was. Maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. If you know where Winona Ryder was stealing, <laughs> DM us. It was a long time ago. <laughs> but um, actually, so here's the thing. So we got, that was our big night out, if you will. Right. Um, and after that, we went to go eat tacos. But before we went to eat tacos, right. we went right right around there, right, bleh, right around where Angel City Brewery is, if mm-hmm. anyone from Los Angeles is around, just trying to get some food. But everything was closing already. It was already like 10, 10, yeah. 30. And they were yeah. like, nah, we're done. So I was like, okay, well, before we leave here, uh, does anyone need to go to the bathroom? And you're like, yeah, I have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And you f- went to the bathroom at like mm-hmm. a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And you came out so like... Big old smile. It was like, on my yeah, face. you were smiling, and and, and and I was like, "What the hell happened in there?" And you were like, "Oh my god, there was drunk girls in the bathroom." I was like, "I miss them." <laughs> I was like, "Man, I just had such a great experience." <laughs> and it made me think. I was like, "That's not something that I would ever." I don't want. I don't know if I want to call it nostalgic or that I would miss, but it's it's one of those things that doesn't really happen in guys' bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, no, you know it's it's I mean? a unique like, girl experience. Yeah, it's very seldom that I go into the bathroom and I'm like, yo, there's these two drunk guys no. in there totally talking shit about their friend. <laughs> like, we don't do that shit. <laughs> I'm not like, hey, Mark, let's go to the bathroom, and then we go in there. We're like, oh, Dave, can you believe oh he's wearing that sweater? <laughs> Who's going to tell him? Are you going to tell him? I'm not going to tell him, bro. Nah. <laughs> he looks bummy, yo. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a bum all day. That's hilarious. But I, just, I thought that was interesting. And, I, and it made me think, I wonder if, yeah, I wonder if other people really do kind of be like, if they had that experience where they went into the bathroom after a year almost yeah. of not going out to like clubs and restaurants like that and just being seen dr- and like hearing drunk girls. And you don't remember well, that conversation, right? It wasn't interesting. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 she's, beep. she's searching. I'm memory. searching. Please hold. <laughs> Shit, it's like right there too. Uh-oh. It's a little too too deep in there, but uh, oh, well. if it comes to me later, I'll yeah, I'll, just I'll shout it out. It. Yeah, <laughs> just I'll shout be it like, out in the middle of the conversation. I was like, oh, she cheated. <laughs> oh no, um, I was. I go to I walk in the stall and I, and I don't see anyone but I hear voices. Mm-hmm. So then I go and I and I sit down and I'm like I start really listening in and I'm like yes, drunk girls. I haven't heard drunk girls in the bathroom in obviously over a year. 
<laughs> well over a year. <laughs> and it's one of those things that I didn't realize I kind of missed. It's not something that I want to hear all the time, but it was like, um, it was just such a funny, a funny moment. Just, it, it was like a, oh yeah, I forgot about this. It's like, this is what life was like. <laughs> yeah, 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 there's people around. Like, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about drunkos because there's just like, like we were saying earlier, it's, it's a unique uh, experience going into a woman's bathroom <laughs> at a club or bar where they're trashed. And nine times out of ten, it it's it depends on where you go to. But a lot of them that I go to, it there's a lot of um <laughs> like, oh my god, I love your dress. Oh my god, where did you get that? <laughs> like it's just <laughs> and then you hear the other girl ralphing and then you <laughs> there's just a lot of interesting things that happen in there um sometimes you go to one and they're more angry and rowdy and then there's fights and shit (laughs) you know but for i've seen more positive uh like girl code and girl power bathrooms (laughs) like that's where it all comes together yeah 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 and just like what's up girl like you just like make new friends in the bathroom um but yeah it was just so funny to me and then I was just like laughing to myself, listening to them. And I came out and I was like, hmm, remember that? <laughs> well, it's funny to me um, now that I'm thinking about like clubs and uh, bathrooms and clubs and stuff. Um, everybody always says these drunk girls in the bathroom, drunk girls in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's never the drunk girls that were in line for the bathroom. It's mm. like, it's like you're just you shut up and you wait in line because as soon as you get in that stall, nobody can hear you all of a sudden. You yeah, know what I mean, uh, so I always thought that was like interesting. It's like, oh man, once that stall goes in there, <laughs> yeah, goes in there. Once they go in that stall, it's conversation to plenty. <laughs> well, I'm trying to. I feel like when there's when there's a long line, I could be wrong, but just off of my memory, I feel like when there's a long line, it's usually like an in and out situation. But the times where there's more congregation is there's not a lo- usually a long a long line. Oh, I see what you're saying. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel I like mean, that I'm, goes I'm, hand in hand. I kind of I understand what you're trying to explain. I mean, like again, I'm speaking out of complete <laughs> just out of my ass because I never had to, you know, do that. <laughs> we'll take you undercover one day, <laughs> <laughs> like so, like a Dateline exclusive. <laughs> I'll do your makeup, and I'll just come out of the stall. <laughs> I'm Omar. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah no that was just really funny so but we ended up um going to leo's Mm -hmm. taco truck is that just what it goes by leo's or is it an actual title no it's leo's tacos just leo's tacos Mm -hmm. and what's what are the cross streets it's on la brea and oh man what's the cross street they're pretty popular pretty pretty famous in la um and it's a truck and now well, now, not now. They've had it for and, a while. You know what it is? La Brea and Venice. Uh, okay. It's La Brea and Venice. That's that's the taco truck that that we went to and that I've gone to the most. There's like a couple right. other ones. I mm-hmm. think it's like three. But those are over in like by like the Pico Union area. Yeah, this we is the one that's closer we to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've been there a couple times. Even after like fancy events where yeah. I'm wearing I mean, heels. They, and they, like... have, they have probably some of the best uh pastor. Pastor. yeah their yeah. pastor is really really good. really good 
Um, so yeah, definitely recommend if you're visiting LA and you want a taco truck experience, that's really a good one to check out. Yeah, or um, if you're just hungry. Yeah, if you're, or, or you're from here and you're hungry. Leo's taco truck. Exactly. Um, I think they got a website and everything. Like, well, I was gonna say they expanded. Mm-hmm. They have multiple trucks. Like one is for where you place your order. One or no, you place your order outside the truck. Then they make it in the truck, and then the other one. I don't know how that works, but there's I, like multiple oh, trucks. The, well, the other truck. I think what they did was because they have. Leo's has been around for like almost 10 oh, years. Oh, it's the salsa truck. And they have a bunch of trucks. That's I think they right. have like eight, but mm-hmm. I, you know, that are just theirs. If yeah. You will. And I think right now with COVID, what yes. they're doing is so that people don't congregate around the salsa bar. They used that. to be self serve. Now, now you go to the other truck and just get your packages or little packets of. They salsa just ask you what you want. And then they give it to you. They're they're distributing it in the yeah. truck. It's, so it's honestly yeah. like a safer way to. It is. Really it's better. Dole everything out. You know that honestly, that's how it should be. Period. Like, I try not to think about. Well, obviously, I can't <laughs> do it anymore because it's done for. Right. But even before then, like open salsa bars always kind of like weirded me out a bit. I was just like, oh, it's just sitting here. It's open. But it has the sneeze guard. <laughs> Anyone? Can, yeah. Right. Anyone can just. Do what they want to it. I know. It, well, and it's even it's even funnier for a place like Leo's that's like in a in basically a like parking a lot next to a gas station. Yeah, so you're just like serving salsa by the pump. Literally, <laughs> you're like hell yeah, this is legit. It's just an open bowl of salsa in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best kind of salsa, yo. Which, that's by the, the way, closest you can get to eating in like Mexico City on the street. It's like cars yeah, driving by and everything. True. And you're like whatever. True. Um, mm. but as far as their salsas go, I actually didn't eat the red this time. I forgot what the red is like. The regular green, like the I don't know if it's tomatillo or yeah, if it's yeah. salsa verde, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or same thing actually. But that one's pretty spicy, FYI. Yeah. I'm a green salsa girl, but that one is pretty spicy. Um, the go-to salsa there is the avocado salsa yeah absolutely that's a good one the guacamole salsa whatever they call it and you know what you've been doing pretty good with spicy stuff thank you very much i know your family doesn't eat it at all no um and you know you're doing good you're not going crazy or anything uh but you're always down right you um i'm always down to try it but the funniest thing (laughs) since we're talking about spice is i went to my mother's house (laughs) (laughs) so i go to my mom's house to to pick something up or whatever and she's like are you hungry have you guys eaten i was like no we haven't she's like i'm gonna send you i'm gonna send you home with some chilaquiles Mm -hmm. and i was like oh all right perfect and she pulls (laughs) out gonna say no to that yeah i'm not gonna say no to that (laughs) like if your mom's gonna give you food and your mom can cook which my mom (laughs) throws fucking down yeah i was like yeah give me whatever you got in the fridge like i'll take it and she's like, okay, here. And she starts giving me this small Tupperware. And I'm like, what What are you talking about? Like, there's two of us. Yeah. Um, and she's like, no, these are too spicy for Nadia. And I was like, so you're, you're just sending me home with food by myself? Like, <laughs> that's looking bad. That's a bad look. <laughs> and she's like, I mean, okay. Literally, there's no convincing needed, right? She's like, all right, here you go. So she gave me a bunch. And then they're like, her and my dad are like poking fun at like, it's going to, you know, is it going to be too spicy? And da, 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 da. And then my mom opens up the fridge 
and gives me like one piece of steak. <laughs> Some dry ass looking piece of steak. It wasn't like, dry. I know it ended up not being, but at the time when she pulled it, I was like, Ew, don't give me this old ass steak. <laughs> and she's like, no, here, this does, this isn't spicy. I'm like, I know it's a chunk of meat. <laughs> and then they pull out a lean cuisine. <laughs> Your and dad. My dad grabs it and he starts laughing. He's like, here, give this to Nida. She'll like it. It has no flavor. <laughs> The shade. The shade. Oh, my God. I came home and I was like, here, my mom sent you a lean cuisine. (laughs) Not for health reasons, just because they think your palate won't be able to handle the chilaquiles. Which is so not true, by the way. They were good. But but I love flavor and spice and seasoning. It's just the heat factor that I'm building up right now. And let's not forget, I did do the hot ones challenge. Absolutely. I did That's try the bomb, and I did try the one after the mm-hmm, bomb, mm-hmm. and that shit sucked. <laughs> I know. Well, it's funny because like my parents both have extremes in food like that. Like uh, my dad is not—he's not a like he doesn't chase chili. Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like people in my mom's family used to like really go in. Uh huh. And he's always like, "That's excessive. I yeah. need it to taste good. I don't want to burn Same. my mouth. Whatever." Um, his just tolerance is obviously much higher than yours mm-hmm. and mine, but my mom is chilly all day. Mm-hmm. Like, give it to me, uh, like, in a salsa or just chopped, and I'll, I'll take bites out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like for real. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad, on the other hand, likes his food hot, oh, like yeah. boiling hot. Yeah, and my mom is like, no. So they're always having this argument mm-hmm. back and forth. That's kind of um, like us. Yeah, absolutely. So it always it always <laughs> makes me laugh, but. Just having my dad kind of like, you know, like bust, bust your chops. You know what I mean? Yeah, about it. I'm like, All right, cool. Pops is getting into it. Like he likes her. <laughs> <laughs> well, goddamn. Not I that you so. didn't know that. <laughs> right. Like we just... are going to get married. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, right. to the lean cuisine girl. <laughs> I'm like, you made her that. You made her the lean cuisine girl. <laughs> to the bland. <laughs> <laughs> La blanda. La blanda. <laughs> oh it's rude 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 um no and guess what i ate the chilaquiles that's right you did and they were so good and they had a large (laughs) portion of sour cream on top (laughs) to cool down the heat (laughs) i was like yeah give me that uh give me a glass of sour cream yeah (laughs) that's so good it was it was really good though i'm not gonna lie that shit's really good but like my mom she so i i grew up with a lower tolerance for spicy food because my mom can't handle <laughs> any spice at all. Like I'm talking about the tacos at the two for one tacos at Jack in a box <laughs> that literally don't even have salsa in them. It's just like fake meat, a slice of American cheese. Like when you really break it down also, when you break those tacos down, you're like, what a mystery meat. I don't even Slice think of meat. American cheese, shredded lettuce. Let's deep fry it. You're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. ew. <laughs> but honestly, delicious. Are you going to Jack? Your mom be like, you going to Jack in the Box? <laughs> Give me some of those extra spicy tacos. <laughs> what? No, she would have to put like um, she would put stuff in it like ranch or like things to like <laughs> calm down the mystery meat heat. <laughs> <laughs> mystery meat heat. <laughs> so yeah so i grew up with that so she never 
you know, she was about flavor. It's mm-hmm. not that she didn't put flavor in her food. She just couldn't handle the high heat. But uh, I wasn't introduced to spicier flavors. I had to kind of do that on my own. And my dad will dabble. Um, I actually thought growing up that he liked spicy and can handle spicy until I started like, like for example, I recommended the Cajun platter at Bossa Nova to him, and mm-hmm. he was just like, whoa, that was way too hot. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So I've out, like, spiced <laughs> or out, whatever yeah. you want to call it, <laughs> my family. In, in the dust. Yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> the only one Armand can also hang. Right. Him and I are the ones that, that like, he. I'm not sure who can handle more when it comes down to it, him or I, but... You know what? I don't know. Between, I don't know. Between it's my pretty close. I, um, who could handle more spice? Because mm. um, he, you guys both did the challenge. You guys are pretty much on equal playing fields, I think. Yeah. You guys are both kind of just down. I, the only thing is I think he would show it less. Yeah. You're more dramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> que dramatico. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I turn into the chili gorilla. <laughs> yeah. You start jumping. You do some jumps. <laughs> but man, so good. Um, and your brother's just secretly dying. Yeah. He just dies internally. Yeah. Um, what about what else did we do food wise this week? So we can move on from the food. Oh, uh well I made the I made an my February pie. Ar- uh, Armon. <laughs> Calling you Armon. <laughs> just talking about my brother. Yep. Omar made his February pie, mm. and it was good. Yeah, it was uh, a chocolate chip walnut. It was a chocolate chip pie? walnut cookie pie. Right. Yeah, I think it was called something else. It was, but that's what it was. It, but it was basically <laughs> a pie shell mm-hmm. with a cookie inside. Yeah. But the recipe for the cookie inside had, I think, more moisture than yes. a normal recipe for cookies, so exactly. it never got crispy it stayed doughy kind it of stayed like, like i don't want to cake like yeah like a cake but yeah. not not at all dry it was good it was so good well because a normal cook because you know i i make a lot of cookies from scratch and when i was reading you the recipe as you we were doing kind of working mm-hmm. together i was like this is interesting because it has way less flour has no baking soda right and it had milk and yeah, I don't weird. put milk in my cookies. And I use more flour and I add baking soda. So th- that's kind of the switch up that made it more mm-hmm. gooey, cake-like. Like, like, a, a, like uh, maybe like a, I don't want to call it like a traditional pudding. Like No, it wasn't that wet. No, no, but like a pudding like from like England. Like oh, where it's more like, like a, a bread pudding. More like a bread pudding. Yeah, I would like. say like a bread pudding. Consistency. So, yeah, yeah, but it was so good. It was and delicious. I, we had to give away like half of it when you give away more it's still in there i know <laughs> she's still in there <laughs> calling my name it's so good but that was uh me sticking to my resolution right like i'm gonna make a pie a month yeah i'm not gonna eat a pie a month that's that's the <laughs> difference i'm not that's not a challenge to eat a whole pie yeah. it's, it's to make one and be like all right cool yeah um, and, and then you look back and be like remember 2021 i made a pie a month yeah it was an experience. <laughs> someone's gonna be good. Someone's gonna go, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. gonna be that's literally the reaction. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listen, I think this whole practice is just to set a realistic goal mm-hmm. that's 
enjoyable and that we learn something. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it's crossing all the boxes because, like, I'm supposed to read a book a month mm-hmm. <laughs> or do an audio book a month. And I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> and so on the 27th, I think, of February <laughs> or 28th, even possibly. You're like, it's not a leap year, is it? I need another yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, shit. Uh, I downloaded uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad on audiobook um honestly i just really needed i I realized i was like oh my god the month is almost over i didn't even get to a book shit and then i went on my audible and i was like well i got three credits (laughs) and honestly that was one of the first ones that just came up like popped up that i had like saved a long time ago and i was like all right and Mm -hmm. go (laughs) because i got in the car and and i had a long drive ahead of me so i was like perfect and um and what do you think I thought I well, I'm not done with it. I'm like five chapters in, which the chapters are long. Um, but I think it's really interesting. I do need to go back to a few parts because it's this is just it's not something that sticks in my mind. Mm-hmm. Stocks and bonds and finances and all that kind of shit. It's just not. It's something that I want to learn about and get better at and be more aware and educated. Obviously, hence why I'm reading it. And I'm like, okay, Nadi, get it together. You're about to be 36 years old. Like, <laughs> let's let's get some stocks and bonds in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm just kind of like doing my research. And I definitely need to go back to a few chapters and kind of listen to certain parts again that I feel like I didn't retain, but I know that are important. <laughs> right, right. No, I understand what you're talking about. Um, but I, I think it's a really good book. And I think that... It's basically um, this guy grows, he's growing up in Hawaii. He has two dads. He has this, his biological dad and then his, I I think it's his stepdad. Mm -hmm. And his biological dad, I believe is, is quote unquote poor dad. And then the other one is the rich dad. Um, And the poor dad is not poor per se. He just, it's all about, this whole book is all about learning to what your relationship with money is basically mm-hmm. um and he just shares the the advice that the rich dad gave him and kind of looks back and and shows what the poor dad what his decisions about money were and his outlook on money was mm-hmm. gotcha. um which is interesting because it, it's really a book about what the rich teach their kids about money and why why they are rich and what you know how they make their money work for them as opposed to everybody else in society pretty much that works to get money so yeah, it's absolutely. just an interesting take on um money really and yeah i read that book um a while ago uh, also on, uh, it was on audiobook uh-huh and it it just gives you a really good perspective perspective like mm-hmm. but like a different perspective right because you you know you have your own pov mm-hmm. mostly taught to you in regards to primarily let's say your parents your family mm-hmm. on the value of money you know this and that so reading that yeah it does it does shed, shed a light on a different way of looking at things and um i mean hopefully by the time you're done with it you know what i mean you'll pick I'll up be rich. something because it's not like it's not like these books make you, you know what i'm saying like come on if if, if yeah. all like those kind of books really worked 100 percent, i mean we wouldn't have yeah. a thousand motivational books that's everything in yeah. life including yeah. diets literally, like literally so 
um, you grab what you can and yeah. hopefully you implement it into mm-hmm. your life. And yeah, it's a good book. Yeah, it's just something good to have in your arsenal uh, to kind of look back on. I think it's a book that you could kind of go back and forth with um, and just kind of be like, what did he say again about this, this, and this? Let me kind of refresh my mind on that because mm-hmm. I don't know. That that stuff doesn't come natural to me. I don't, I don't know. I have an interesting relationship with money. I try not to worry about it too much. I think you kind of have that, that same right. um, feeling. We try not to think about money. I mean, obviously <laughs> right. we have to, and when you don't have it, it really sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always made do no matter how little or how much money I've always figured it out. And I've always made it work. So I just focus on, doing what I want to do in life and, and and pursuing my passions. And luckily I'm able to make money off of my passions, but it's about that for me. And it's about finding other ways to make money where I don't have to necessarily be there or put in the work, which is what this book talks about. Having your money, make money right. for you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Those are the things that I want to get better at and learn. Um, and there was one other thing I was going to say. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, it, it's just an interesting take. I, I like it. I'm enjoying it. And I, I definitely do recommend it. So nice. Well, that was my resolution. And you know, and that's the other thing about resolutions and being hard on yourself because uh, I, I just feel like I am learning to be kinder to myself in the way that okay, Nadia, you didn't per se fulfill your resolution for February because I didn't finish the book or whatever, but I'm still doing more than I did last year. Do you know what I mean? I'm still, that's what it's about. Yeah. And I'm still, I still went and downloaded it and I'm still listening to it and I'm not going to leave it behind. I'm going to finish it and see it through. And to me, that means more than any other little side goal that I'm trying to achieve that I have to hit it by that mark. Of course, that's the goal, but the big, it's the bigger picture that Mm -hmm. I'm doing it. And that's the same thing about my, um, the challenge at F45, like tomorrow is the last day of this 45, the last 45 day challenge. And I told myself, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to weigh myself at all. I'm just going to show up. I'm just going to put in the work. I'm going to do my best to make better decisions as far as food is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. I'm just that those are my goals for right. this. And if I lose a significant amount of weight, great. If I don't, I can't be hard on myself. Right. So that I weighed myself right now. And you just so you just so you did it now so that you didn't do it tomorrow? Well, I mean it's one day. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, but I mean I thought you weren't gonna weigh yourself at the gym or at the class so that you could be like, Okay, forty five no. days, I can leave with a sense of accomplishment. There's no, you know, good news, bad news scenario. I could just be like, I finished this. Well, yeah, yeah, but I still but, have to weigh myself. Why? Because I wanted to weigh myself now. No, I wanted to weigh myself now because I didn't want, I wanted to have a realistic gauge for myself. So then tomorrow when I go in, in public in front of everybody. Oh, they I, weigh you? Yeah. Oh. Not in front of people, but like you like, stand on the little scan 
and it like measures your so i don't know my body fat percentage i could have went down mm-hmm. in body fat percentage and not so much in pounds but yeah i was just like you know what i'm just gonna check right now and, and see what we're working with <laughs> and because i already have a feeling it's not going to be what i want it to be it never is it never is and you know it wasn't <laughs> i was like i knew it but then i said that's okay you have been you know showing up six days a week pretty much mm-hmm. and you've been increasing your like everything has increased my stamina my my strength building all of it so I can't get mad at that. And it's only 45 days. That's not long enough to really make a big, big change. Right. So, you know, and that's not the goal. My goal is to just be healthy. So. Perfect. The point of all this talk is that, <laughs> you know, we're, we're just really hard on ourselves. I think I, I'm speaking on a woman's behalf. I know that women are really hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, if you guys have set, um, goals for this year it's important to to do your best to achieve them but don't knock off the mini goals and little achievements that you that you're accomplishing along the way to that bigger goal you know what i mean right. so well yeah because depending on the size of your goal mm-hmm. right which is you know i'm assuming it should be a decent like you know how big of a goal you're chasing sometimes it's going to take you know, quite some time to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. And you need to have small victories on the way. You have to. To let you, one, for motivation, mm-hmm. you know, two, to let you know it's like, okay, this is really the mm-hmm. direction that I should be going in. And a lot of those little victories will come just from you doing the work. True. Which is, you know, which is good. But yeah, I think I agree that setting up smaller goals that lead to the bigger goal mm-hmm. um is a very good plan i mean we're not breaking new ground here That's, i was just gonna <laughs> say that i was like this is nothing we're new. not blowing anyone no, no, no. <laughs> this is nothing new everybody you know we we know this i'm mm-hmm. just sharing my experience of i've always known that however i've never really um implemented it into my life or tried i've always been so hard on myself and and been like well you're not doing it perfectly so throw out the goal or you know what i mean like it, it's i have this self-destructive pattern of sabotaging myself before i get to these goals because i'm not happy with how i'm performing or how I, whatever it is like this is my own thing so that's kind of why i was sharing that is just because for the my first time ever i'm approaching it with that that tactic or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um, that we all know about that (laughs) I've just never actually done. So, well, that's, you know, that's growth and that's, yeah, you should be proud of that. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I am. (laughs) All right. Thanks. Well, well, check this out. (laughs) We uh, are at about 50 minutes right now. And we had so much more to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, so but that's okay. That's for next week. We have uh, stuff to save up for next week. Isn't mm-hmm. that good? Um, before we go ahead and uh, sign off with all our lovely listeners, mm-hmm. uh, we wanted to say that one of the, just to put a kind of bookend it, one of the coolest things about Stranger Things Season 3, and they, they did it at the show, <laughs> no, I is the fact that they brought back into our lives the never-ending story theme song. 
<laughs> so if anyone has not seen the never ending story, I cannot recommend it to you at all. Like, because I've watched it again as an adult and I did not like it at all. I, I as a kid, I liked it. It was I'm like, afraid. I was like, yo, this movie's, this movie's great. And hearing I don't the song. Because <laughs> I loved it when I was a kid. I watched, I, I mean, I obviously watched it as, when I was a kid and most likely on video. I'd never owned it or anything, but uh, I want to watch it like around 24, 25 years old mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. I was just like, this movie's slow. Really? Like, yeah. The, I, I don't know. You didn't feel any nostalgia? No, no, like. I didn't make it far enough. I was just like, how the hell would I really ever like stopped this? Like, it? Trash, and I just I literally shut it down. Damn. There's movies like The Dark Crystal. Uh, I always lump these movies together. Uh, the Never Ending, a Never they're Ending like, Story, fantasy, Dark Crystal, 80s. and um, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And if I had to put those in a in in like an order, mm-hmm. I would say that I like The Dark Crystal, mm. then Labyrinth than never ending story now okay um yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm gonna leave those numbers i'm, I'm gonna leave it with those but um hearing the song well they sing the song in um stranger things yeah and then hearing Dustin, it at the dusty boo at dusty the, bear <laughs> dusty bun dusty bun <laughs> <laughs> dusty boo <laughs> he has this girlfriend that nobody knows about at camp uh, that nobody believes is real and then finally she comes in and they need some information from her it, like and well, time yeah, he, is imminent <laughs> yeah and then she's like well unless you sing you unless know? you sing and he's like not right now and she's like i'm not gonna give it to you and he's like fine and then everyone can hear it because it's broadcast on their like their little radio talkies or whatever and that was what I liked so about funny. the radio station when it started playing it. I was like, this is literally just like, you know, hearing it in the yeah, show where it's coming it over a radio. In, yeah. So at the end when you're leaving, right? So, yeah. So yeah. are you going to be, so you'll be Susie Poots and my dusty butt? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's all for now. Oh, shit. We'll see you next week. <laughs> thank you so much for listening you can find us on instagram and on youtube look for our names o-m-r-v-l-z and nadia moham official Official. and then of course we everywhere baby podcast on ig and on youtube and guys we are now posting um up-to-date couch quickies <laughs> on our youtube so check it out <laughs> we hope you'll like it too <laughs> we everywhere baby, baby. <laughs>